Hello, and welcome back to your new favorite podcast, MMR Talks. I am your host, Antonio Wakawelli, joined today, of course, by Mr. Shlomo Bo. Shlomo, how you doing today? I'm in the building, baby. I am doing fantastic. Life is good. Uh, busy as hell, but you know, busy and productive are one and the same these days. Oh, yeah, of course. And we're joined today, of course, by one of our beloveds. It's the big game. That's what they call him. The big game. That's what they call me, and that's what we're talking about today. James Askins from the uh, podcast Askins for Trouble. Yes, it's me. It's me. Back again for some MMR talks. I love it. Jimmy's on his A game with these transitions. I like what you did there. Exactly. Always brings the A game. Before we talk about our our big our the big game, um, Boy, they thought they can get rid of us. So we're back for one last one. So we're glad to hear. Uh, we're glad to be with you guys. And before we uh, start our big game, uh, what's up? Has everybody been since the last time I saw it? Everybody. Oh, man. It's been a couple weeks. So I'm sure some stuff has gone on. Yeah. Got my wisdom teeth out. Uh, well, how'd that go? Fresh out of surgery. It was good, dude. How many? Uh, all four. Oh. All four. And you know what? I, was, uh, I wasn't nervous until the day before. Everyone, oh, you nervous? You nervous? I'm like, that's should what, I be? That's what it always you is. Know? You're fine. And then someone tells Four you how you should be the night before so shit so anyway uh i go in you know the iv goes in and uh we're talking i'm chit-chatting with the people and you know i'm wearing some pumas very nice new pair of sneakers the doctor said hey i used to own a pair of those we're, we're just you know talking pleasantries about sneakers and all of a sudden i'm looking at my feet and they just start like moving and i'm like whoa i'm like yo what the hell i said yo i'm doc i'm starting to feel it man he said, that's good. That's good. I'm like, all right, yo, see you on the other side. And uh, I guess the doctor was stealing your shoes. No, 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 no. <laughs> so anyway, I closed my eyes. Next thing I know, you're all set. I said, perfect. And uh, I spent a few days on the couch watching TV, you know, just resting, recouping. And uh, I had a follow-up appointment, said everything looks good. And yeah, we're off to the races. No embarrassing video of you on the on the gas. No, my mom. I told my mom like, "Yo, don't be taking no videos of me or anything like that. I don't like that shit." That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, like, I have no idea. You know, all the 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 millions of things that it could possibly say. I don't know what's gonna come out. Yeah, because it could either be true or it could just be false. But you know, I, I was just off the shits. I wasn't really like you know. I've seen people in the car like driving home. They're all loopy. I was just tired. It just made me sleepy, honestly. So. Yeah. Not the dentist shabby. never lets me go under. I feel like if I ever, you know, knock on wood, if I ever get my wisdom teeth removed, hey, can I get a knockdown? No, you got to stay awake for this one. Like, I feel like it's personal. You vendetta. could do it awake. Get the laughing gas. And yeah, but I don't feel them. Wanna carve it out. I don't want. I'm used to dental procedure, but I just don't. If I could get knocked out, mm-hmm. I said knocked up. <laughs> I could get knocked out for every single dental procedure. I'd be fine with that. But no, you have to be like, oh, can you open your mouth? Can you turn your head? Can you just, just a little more? Can you spit, please? Like, such a process. Yeah. James, how you been doing? I've been doing pretty darn good, man. Um, I quit Whole Foods the last time I was on this brilliant, brilliant podcast hosted by you and Tony Wakawelli. I was and talking Shlomo. And Shlomo. You know, Shlomo. Sort of an afterthought. Yeah. You know, th- this show is really Antonio Waka freaking Welly. Let's be honest. Waka freaking Welly. Yeah, you like that. Uh, but yeah, speaking of doing freaking awesome, I'm doing freaking awesome. I left Whole Foods, didn't like it, um, you know. But then now I found this job working at a smoothie place, mm. and it's pretty good. Need more hours, but also going looking for another job soon. So also working here still. Matthews Radio, greatest radio station of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Super Bowl is coming up. You know me, man. Love the sports. Uh, Asking for trouble. I had an episode recently. Very excited for this big game. Saying um, adios to Tom. That's, that's what it was about, right? Oh, goodbye, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy touchdowns. Um, Tom Brady, probably the greatest quarterback of all time, but I hate him dearly. Tapping out. Yeah, tapping out. I must out. say that Askins for Trouble episode was probably my favorite of all time, man. It well, was... You're biased because you were on it, man. <laughs> it was, you know, the guests you had were just remarkable. You were you were pretty darn good. and you It know, is almost as good as the episode that was completely lost because of that. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> terrible, dude. Technical difficulties. I mean, I, I explained uh, why I took an, a big hiatus from that uh, podcast. It's also, as you mentioned earlier, Antonio, it's hard to do a solo podcast. It, it is. is. It is. It is very difficult. But um, luckily, I had Shlomo as a guest, and I still welcome anyone, including you, Antonio, if you want to be a guest. Welcome or ooh, challenge. Ooh, ooh. Cha- oh, yeah, I'd challenge anyone challenge on the podcast. People. But yeah, any, anyone, that's, that's my tagline in my podcast. Hey, anyone hey. could be a guest. You're going to do a Winter Olympic special? Sure. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll chop it up about the Winter Olympics. Boy, uh, do they do uh, do they do ping pong in that one? Ping pong is an all year sport, my guy. Ooh. Ping pong, could be ping pong, dude. Ping pong's yeah. on the come up. There was um my friend who I've been talking to this girl who is very very uh, special to me so far. So things are going pretty good, but she's at uh, uh-huh. okay. she's been going to this ping pong uh, bar every Tuesday. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's it's a bar setting. Wow. Things are very lively, and it's, it's people playing ping pong. Can't help if you teams. lose your ball. You have to go digging through all those people to go get it. James, though. that's very interesting. Th- there's actually though the thing about it is though it's it's a very bad sp- uh, spot to go if you're a guy because there's nothing less uh, sexy. Or one of the biggest turnoff is a guy chasing after a ping pong ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that from numerous women. Yeah. Do you and really need? Do you need to be told that? Just you, kind of scooching around. Oh, you just look like a complete. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You Don't step like, on it. You look like a complete goober, and you can't. And you just, it's just, you know, the game's over there. And if you make her get it, you're an asshole. <laughs> exactly. No, you can't no win. I, no, I think that's the move you go to if you had to. You know, go get go it. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. Get on, get it. Um, but know, that's not my style. I'm, I I'm think a sweet, James. Sweetheart. Maybe maybe it's because we're getting old, but like those, uh, I call them hobby sports. They're starting to become popping. Maybe they always were, and we just didn't know. But there's okay. So there's a ping pong bar. Mm. I went to a darts bar recently. Oh, darts is always big. classic. And people darts is like I feel like it's a random like oh Tuesday night darts at like the dive bar in the corner. Like no, this was like a legitimate like nice upscale. It's called. Um, Flight club and it gets to all over the world and it's very nice to get your own lane and like the TV screen. Let me guess, there's also some billiards being played over. No, there. no, strictly <laughs> darts. darts. No billiards. Strictly darts. Yeah, wow. that'd be kind of cool. Maybe you can um, make an incentive like you get like three bullseyes in a row, free shot. That's why I'd be a great uh, bar owner, club oh, owner. Yeah. You just gave me an idea, James. Billiards. Well, the thing about billiards, didn't you feel like growing up, like you'd run into more times where you'd get hustled at a pool, a pool, uh, parlor, pool, not, parlor? pool hall, not at pool a, hall, not yeah. at O'Lindy's. You never, you ever seen any episodes like that where the the main character goes to a pool hall? Fresh went, Prince was you, a great. That example. was Fresh Prince. Was that an episode? Drake and Josh. Drake and yeah. Josh. Like it was, it's a very common trope in the TV sitcom land where they go to the the, the pool house. And uh, oh yeah, they win a few games, and then they 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 beat the the hustler, and he gets hustled mm-hmm. out of his because then they're like, oh double nothing for this game, and they lose, and then they get addicted to gambling, which is also a thing I know something about. So oh yeah, I got a terrible, terrible. gambling addiction. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's hey, don't get hustled. But what I'm trying to say is don't get hustled at the pool pile or the pool house, whatever. You know, po- uh, pool or billiards. They have a, a cousin uh, called a snooker. That they play snooker that they play in like the UK and the common realms, and yeah. I just remember 
There was one episode of Family Fortune, which is their family feud. Name a famous snooker player. Hurricane Higgins. I would, I would, one I know. I would have said Jimmy Snooker, which is not even correct. Fly, <laughs> dude. Professional wrestler. Murderer, too, by the way. Ah. Very wow. dark. Yeah, he, he, his, know, his rep took a, <laughs> took a hit last year. You know years. what, James? We might we may have to hang on to that because if uh, I know you guys know, but for those who don't know, I've recently been summoned. Oh yeah, I've been summoned by the Commonwealth to perform my duties as an American to serve on a jury. Oh, you know you don't have to do don't that. Don't be too. You know what I'm saying don't get too. Number three, baby, third time. Don't get too excited though, because you go there and they have to vet you. Yeah. So you have to sit there for a few hours. You go up to the thing. They read your information. They're like, "Was that? Did you go out recently?" No, the first I was in like uh, sophomore in college, I think. You've been the jury duty three times. I got called three times. The first time I did it, I think it was probably either summer of fifteen or summer of sixteen, and then I had to. There's the the initial step when they call you, they send the stuff through the mail, mm-hmm. and then they send you something else where it says you have to call this number at this time yeah. mm-hmm. to hear your fate. And that for, the first time I called Group A, I was in Group A. Uh, you will not be asked to come in. I'm like, oh, I don't have to go. Nice. 2019, I get called back in. This time, if you are not Okay, I have to go. I have to go in. So I had to go to the courthouse. Yeah. And I got pretty close to being picked. I was really excited until I heard the crime. It was a sex crime. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, man, not not sex crime. Do you want to serve on the jury? I know a lot of people don't, but people try to get out of it. Yeah. I would like to serve on a jury. Okay, because I'm going to say, you don't, you, don't have to, you don't ever have to serve jury duty. What are they going to do? You'd, you'd, you not would not be you would not be a good citizen. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're, you're, they're. I think technically they're. They, I think they can maybe. I don't think send a fine. I don't think they could do anything. I, I think don't think you can get it in the mail and just put it in the trash. None of us would be considered because it, well maybe if you well, tell them we're all convicted felons. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Bad. But we work like <laughs> radio. Like if you work in uh, media, like for a newspaper, or a news outlet, or any sort of like broadcast uh, company. Like they're not gonna ha- they're not gonna have you. If you got a big mouth, you can't. You know, ironically, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Ironically enough, because I do this show, I think I'd be a good foreman. Where I'd be talking to all the all the jurors. Okay, well, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think he did it? Do you think he did it? Well, let's take a look at this evidence. It literally be MMR talks exclusive. <laughs> MMR talks jury duty. I used to love. Uh, I took a criminal justice class in high school, and uh, we did mock trials. You ever done one of those, James? A mock trial. I know trial. what one is. Yeah. We did one in eighth oh, grade, and I was a witness, it. and I was so pissed because I wanted to be uh, the plank, the like one of the lawyers. So mad. I think that's sort of when we were doing an egg around thing. But I'm excited to look forward to that. Um, last time I went, the judge, the honorable judge, yeah. I don't remember who the judge was, a lady, lady judge, she complimented me on being one of the only people dressed properly for court that morning. Wow, so that, you, you must have been. Slackers. Oh, your ego must have been up there, man. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Judge you know it. Judith Shinen really just gassed you up. That's crazy. <laughs> she did. Wow. But I, I did. I did not end up getting picked. I think because <laughs> you, you look too good. Yeah. No, <laughs> I got too picked because I because they don't want smart people on the jury. On the jury because I, I wouldn't want a smart person on my jury if I'm going up. If I'm going up against a jury, yeah. I wouldn't but, want the smartest people. What do you mean? But oh, if you, the best. Well, if you did it, then if they're maybe. going against me, yeah. yeah I guess. Yeah. Well, the but, defense picks right. Everyone gets to pick. Everyone gets to pick someone to not be in it. So once they fill up the bench, all right, that there it is. But I know another thing that I got uh, reprimanded for was they said I was speaking too loudly because, <laughs> like, because you had it's to go like, like seven in the morning. Antonio's yelling in there on a well, Monday morning. Well, yeah, because they said be there at eight o'clock. We're gonna start at eight sharp. 
We started at like 9.30. So oh, my God. In the summer, no heat. It was raining. No, no air. It was, oh, boy. I can't believe you, st- I can't believe you stayed. Well, it's my duty. Oh, no. You can. You, I vote. <laughs> I serve on the jury, and I can't wait to go back because if I get picked, I'll get paid for my job. Dude, they give you like $11 voucher for parking or something like that. I want to so see people that make bread. They're like, I'm not going to spend all day on this. Like, you're not paying me to be here. It's my duty so long as it's not a sex crime because, you know, the optics of not finding the person guilty. Yeah. But hopefully I'm going to request uh, sequester so I can, they can put me up in a hotel so I don't have to drive. There you go. That's something I'd like. But you know what else you can do in a hotel? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, can go, you can go down to the bar. You can have a nice cold drink, get some wings, and you can watch the big game. The big game. The big game. Because we the... can't say what it actually is, right? I have no idea. You know, we're talking mm. about the super ice cream bowl. Bowl. Mm. We got to put like, like, a, like a bunch of dogs. What are you going to do? Sue us? Well, uh, that's we the might. thing. You can't like profit off the name of the Super Bowl. So that's why you see a lot of like, like I think Doritos or like any kind of p- people that are kind of um, you using the the, the 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 big game right um, to advertise. They call it the big game. They can't call it the Super Bowl because it's trademark. Well, you know what? I will say this: um, we are iconoclasts. We are uh, anthropologists at at heart. We're taking an analytical look at it. You know, we're talking more about the cultural impact of the country. Yeah, we're going to be talking about you know the time and the dates and how you know. I think it's um, I think we can because you know what? Any money we make, we will not spend. <laughs> but I think that's I mean, not true at all. <laughs> make it spend it make it more that's the goal but I, no no I, th- I think we're, we I should think, put I it out there good. though that's a good point that we're not just analyzing like this year's Super Bowl I could care less about this year's Super Bowl oh we know the Patriots we know. aren't in it so who cares right right James no you're an asshole <laughs> you know First what else all, you're, not, you're not a big football guy it's fine. He likes hockey. And that's fine. But, he likes the Senators. But the, the Super Bowl actually is pretty darn good. You have two teams that are kind of newish. They aren't your typical Patriots. The LA Scrams. And, and for me, I hate the Patriots. So even though I'll, I will admit, though, growing up around here and watching everyone else gets excited about it, it does give me some meaning because my personal team, the Dallas Cowboys, haven't been since I've been born. Mm-hmm. But ha- seeing the Patriots, and like, it is more special than they are, isn't it? They win a lot of them, so I also will be pissed off by the end of the night. But this Super Bowl is pretty darn good. The Cincinnati Bungles and oh. the L.A. Rams. I want to ask everybody. So, you know, in all of our times looking at the Super Bowl, I think it's okay. To, I think it's okay because, you know, we're not like Let a rip. We're not a we're not. Well, we're not like, you know, a restaurant, you know, coming. Come and watch the Super Bowl here and give us your money. Yeah. You know, we're, we're frankly, they should be giving us money. We're promoting it. <laughs> Exactly. If I'm being honest, but let me $7 ask Seven million dollars for thirty seconds Super Bowl commercial. Woo! Damn. Let me ask you guys, what have been some of your best Super Bowl memories? You know, you look back, like what's the thing that you just look at and it's like, man, I just want to bottle that and just drink it every day. Well, I got a story for you. I'm sure you've heard this story before, James. But oh, have, probably probably have a thousand the times. You know it's coming. Yep. The year was two thousand and seventeen. Uh-huh. Young Shlomito had just moved to California. California. And it's, you know, I think it's a few days before the Super Bowl on Friday. I go to a thing called Shabbat 500. It's a big event. A lot of like Jewish organizations will do it. And I'm at the place. Sounds like a race, honestly. And it, yeah, well, not really, but. You know, like they tow in a 500. Oh, true, true. Well, it's mainly like 500 people. It's like a big event type of thing. Uh, there you Pre-COVID, go. Pre-COVID, right? 
Anyway, the good old days. So I'm at this thing, mind you. I'm very new, early February, so like it's I've only been there for maybe three weeks. I didn't really have any friends. I'm still meeting people, schmoozing, whatever. And I'm outside. You know, the the event had ended. Everyone's outside in the courtyard schmoozing. I meet this kid wearing a Phillies hat. Like everyone else is kind of dressed in the nines. He's you know very casual, just chilling. We start shooting the breeze and uh, about Red Sox, Boston stuff. He went to Rutgers, and uh, turns out this kid Aaron. He's, uh, his birthday was on Sunday. He's like, yo, what are you doing Sunday? I'm like, oh, I'll probably watch the game at the rec center, like the little, you know, little hall. He's like, nah, 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 come to my, my house. I'm having a big birthday party, you know, some women over there, da, da, da. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I got a new friend in the Super Bowl. Mind you, the Pats are in it. Yes. They're playing Atlanta, all right? Which Atlanta and New England, everyone in LA did not care, but whatever, it's a party. They just want to see us lose, we know. I pull up, you know what I'm saying? Things are rocking. We're having a good time. There's food. There's drinks. And uh, it's not going well for the Pats at all. And uh, and Aaron, obviously, they could see my passion. I was, mind you, standing in front of the TV, like maybe three feet away. But, like, I was one of the only people engaged with the game. And so they're all chirping me, you know. And, like, obviously, I'm, I know what's happening, so I'm eating it up, right? And uh, halftime comes. I go in the back. I start calling. I think I called James. I called all the boys. I'm like, yo. I did not I'm get a stressing. Phone call. <laughs> okay. I call shame. I'm like, yo, what's going on? We're all, you know, we're freaking out. And then I go back inside. I'm like, damn, son. We're losing. We're getting our ass kicked. But here's the thing. I realized I thought that the halftime or after the third quarter was the end. Like I thought that was the last quarter. It was like, wait, we have, we have time. I made a $20 bet. I'm like, Tom Brady's going to go in that locker room. He's going to tear him a new one. And they're going to come out and win this game. We're losing. I think it was either 28 to 3 or 28 to 10 or something like that. Maybe 11. Well, famously, the flag was 3, three right? I think we might quarter. have scored. But anyway, I was like, no, no, no. We're winning this game. I put $20 on the table. Aaron puts it out to 20. And obviously, Tom Brady comes out miraculously. Stages one of probably the greatest comeback in football, if no, not is. all of sports. It is. He stages this incredible comeback. I'm talking shit. Everyone is just like ecstatic to see me go from like dejected to like through the roof happy. And I just met all these people. I didn't know any. I met Aaron two days before, but all these people like I became pretty friendly with. And so I had a new group of friends. The Pats just won. I couldn't sleep that night. I went to dinner. Like I barely could fucking rest. And just the bragging rights to know that like what I said became true and i'm not saying it's my i i did it but i manifested it we all know who actually and our boy it. brady backed me up on it 100 and i was pretty broke so i'm like 20 bucks right there not bad do or die right there yeah so uh it was that was probably the most incredible super bowl i've ever been a part of i remember when i was growing up it was a good one and i know i'll have some choice words for that super bowl too mm. i remember like my best super bowl memories because i really just try to think of like i'm trying to avoid talking about number 51 because i will be talking about 51 in depth but i remember growing up you know when i was a little little chilling little child little baby antonio the thing that i would always look forward to were like the commercials and the food Classic. so just kind of always having just kind of like the spread and the commercials literally just like completely tune out the game there's mimic my parents reactions and just watching these like like the commercials like like this is what this is what what capitalism has done i'm just i'm there waiting for those commercials because you know i remember a lot of you know growing up like that was like 
it was like the Christmas of television. Just seeing all these new hilarious commercials that we're going to be getting another two weeks after the Super Bowl. I got a question for you, Tony. I know you're very into theatrics. What was better for you, the commercials or the halftime show? Um, as a kid, mm-hmm. it was always the commercials because you know we're at that time. I grew up in the late '90s, 2000s. I didn't know who a lot of these people were, right? So I can't really like. Well, gauge Janet Jackson's that. boob was the first boob you've ever seen, correct? I think it was yeah. in the movie Caddyshack. Actually, <laughs> there's a scene where uh, all like the 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 slobs like us, well me, were like in the they were in the country club pool, and one of the girls took like the top off, and the lady's like, "Hey, stop that right there! You nice. put that back on." No, that was the first <laughs> pair I saw with my father. Classic, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, but James, do you have any classic Super Bowl memories? Dude, the thing about it is, as I previously mentioned, the Patriots win a lot, so that's that creates a lot of misery in my <laughs> life for a good like two months. Uh, so not really, but the few times that the Patriots lost oh. in the Super Bowl brought me great joy and triumph. And uh, I think the best one for me, because the one where the, they lost to the Eagles pretty recently. Yeah, I think it I was, was 2018. I, yes, I was supposed to go to a party. I was with a ex-girlfriend. We got into one of our classic shouting matches, and there was beef. But I remember that night, I was like, damn, the Eagles beat the Patriots. Like, <laughs> silver <laughs> a reason to live. Like, it's yeah, great. We're going to have a good night um, tonight. The two that lost the Giants, though, were pretty fantastic. More so, obviously, the first one were 18-0. One more to go, Super Bowl. Whoa, I can't whoa. believe they choked. They made the song, uh, the boom, the popular song at the time was Low by Flo Rida. So they made a remix of, uh, you know, Apple Bottom Jeans with the 18 year Patriots and Randy Moss, Tom Brady. Arguably probably the best season out of any football team ever, but they couldn't get the job done. It doesn't mean a thing without a ring. And they blew it 18 0 to the Giants. I remember being very sad because that was kind of the first year for me being a very excited football fan that watched every game, especially with the Cowboys, who were my favorite team. And the Cowboys yeah. were very good that year, but they lost in the playoffs. And Tony Roma blew it. And I remember going to school with you guys and hmm. I, the, the, the harassment. I get, oh, Cowboys blew it. And everyone, like, as soon as the, you know, the Cowboys lose, but to this day, people, I'm sure people, probably, yeah, people will bit. taunt me with memes. And if they see me in the street, they go, hey, how about you fucking Cowboys, Jimmy? And I was like, oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, fuck you. And this is ah, man, all but, in good fun. All but good this fun. year, young sixth grade James got a win where the Giants beat the pitch in the Super Bowl, and that was pretty cool. But again, it's not my team. But I remember I lived on Grafton Street at the time, and uh, a lot of uh, Quinn's family, our good friend Quinn's family, uh, lived on there. And mm-hmm. half were Giants fans, and half were obviously Patriots fans. And I remember going out in the back and losing my shit, so to speak, and mm. uh, celebrating like I'd won the Super Bowl. But yeah, I've never seen a Super Bowl, so. Unfortunately, a lot of just ah oh man, why why isn't my team here? But I do love everything else: the commercials, the, the halftime show, the camaraderie as people get even people that don't even like football mm-hmm. will, will link Definitely. up and the food. I got to got to have a nice oh, yeah. pizza or chicken wings, wings and fuck, and just get the beer. And it's just you, great. Yo, yeah, Jimmy, it's great. even though you're not a Pats fan, you reap the benefits. I've oh, been to, yes. I've been to a few parades with you in Boston. Oh, and then even there was the, the bask first, in our glory. So after the after the Seattle, the, no, I'm sorry, the Seattle Super Bowl, where the Patriots and Seattle Seahawks faced off, Ooh. and I was at a party, and I wasn't with any of you guys. I was at a random party. I remember I had a moment of weakness where I was like, "Oh wow, the Patriots are about to lose. It's kind of sad. All my friends are going to be sad. Like, and this party's gonna be whack. Like, man, like maybe it." And maybe, you had some hope. I was like, you know what? Maybe like Patriots should win, and then. Immediately regretted it <laughs> as everyone went yep. ballistic, and I just realized I lost a hundred dollars and like all the shit talking at work. I'd been doing that previous week. 
uh, all is going to come back to haunt me. Yep. I'm like, wait, why did I have that? Mo-? And the crazy thing is, too, I was on the aux chord. And I was playing all the comeback songs for, and, and like so I, you were getting it going. Dude, I really dude. felt like I personally <laughs> helped the Patriots win that Super Bowl. Which then, of course, after that, they won two more for for Christ's sakes, and they have the most out of oh. any team. So it's just cr- it's insanity, dude. How blessed we are. You're uh, kind of blessed, make, Patriots fans. You're are. kind of making that turn into the next question: Was what was the worst Super Bowl in memory? Ooh. Your worst Super Bowl. Your, yeah, well, your the, worst the funny, Super Bowl. The memory. funny thing is. That night, it wasn't the worst because I just, you know what, decided I'm just going to fucking pretend I'm a Patriots fan. I put on a Gronk jersey, which is like, if my friends that know me would be like, you actually wore a Patriots jersey? I'm like, I was so drunk and so distraught that they actually won. I went to a party in West Quincy after that. We switched, we switched locations and like danced with like a 40-something-year-old mother <laughs> and got really buck wild that night that's so. all you did dance. that's all you gotta do man i think so i was wearing a gronk <laughs> I, I was wearing a, i was wearing a gronk camo jersey too just like blackout like channeling uh, your inner gronk for real i really i'm like you know what like i don't get to be happy for super bowls let me just trick my brain and pretend i'm a patriot so, fan so james you brought a super bowl number 49 so i have a pretty rough memory of super not me- rough memory is that the seattle one that was seattle so what happened for for me um i was in school i was in long island and I was in the lion's den because I was the only – the all, all, everyone who was like from New England, they all went to their own little party and I was not invited. So we were just watching it in like the lounge and like just everybody was just shitting on me the entire night. And the thing was I can take that, but what I didn't appreciate from me was how I – not only was I defensive against – you know, for my Patriots, but I kind of got like a little nasty. <laughs> Get just, mad personal? No, yeah. It was – I, and I apologize. That was unacceptable, very nasty behavior. And oh boy, that made me like. I look back and now I'm like, that's probably one of my lowest points. You know, we did end up winning that night. So now I really <laughs> look like an asshole. I know, but and also, <laughs> and also, I don't know what I don't know what the hell I did at the time. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, we were fighting, and I'm like, man, what did I do? Like, because you know, when you're like, I must have done something, or maybe something else. But you know, you have that sour puss over there reading during the Super Bowl and every time I'd be like, hey, you know, this is amazing. You know, Katie Price performs like, yeah, all right. And I'm like, ooh. And then I kept they go over there and everyone's Buzz like kill. Yeah, yeah. And then the New England sucks, New England sucks. Oh man, I can't go anywhere. And then famously we were able to win. But um yeah, I that if I could, you know, change something, that nasty behavior at Super Bowl forty nine would necessarily be Nah, I kind of like that yeah. story. You got nasty. You, I mean, you're getting when you're getting nasty. People talking shit. People, like, yeah, people being nasty to you. You got nasty back. The thing was, it right? was very unbecoming of Antonio Aquelli, and the jabs <laughs> were immensely personal. And I'm like, oh, Dude, it's like, it's like, hey, Tony, how about your Patriots? You go, yeah. How about your crooked teeth, Megan? <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you brought that game up, dude. I was at UMass. I think I was fresh. Yeah, it my was freshman, freshman year. year yeah. And because of the Super Bowl, Pats are in it. The school tried to institute like a guest policy, like they didn't want many people in the in the dorms. And for whatever reason, like yeah, at uh, three o'clock it goes into effect. So at two forty-five, in the I afternoon, had, yeah, I had everybody come to my room, and I had a smaller room. We probably had about fifteen people deep in there, and they had to hang out. You know, we obviously bathroom breaks real quick, but like they had all the resident hall staff on deck, like monitoring. Like we had to keep it low key. And as soon as you know, we're we're losing, we're losing. When he, Malcolm Butler, caught that ball and stole the game, bro, we erupted. And mind you, all of us, plus everybody else who was kind of just disobeying the rules, 
we dipped out the building. We had to run by all of like the, the RAs, the security and shit. We all ran to like the quad and it was, I don't want to say a riot because it wasn't like destructive. It was, it you know was I mean? rancorous. We but it was a, it was as close to a riot as I've been to, man. People climbing trees. I saw this kid climb a tree up maybe about, I don't know, 20 feet in the air. Mind you, this is in like February. So it's cold. there's snow and shit on the ground. Dude, he climbed a tree about 20 feet up and then he slipped, Ooh. fell, came crashing down right in front. I'm in this inner circle. He crashed right in front of me and just didn't move for a second. We all kind of paused and looked around. And then he left, right? And then, no, he like jumped up real quick and t- triumphantly people yeah go crazy so we partied on and uh i'll never forget this one moment i'm looking up at the tower washington like t- 30 stories about halfway up the building there's uh like common rooms big floor to ceiling windows and there's just like 20 cops arms crossed just looking at us and we're all there, like, giving them the bird, you know, just yelling and just hooting and hollering. But oh, I thought you were going to say you looked in the in the windows and everyone was topless. I well, yeah, like dude. No, I wish. But yeah, it was, it was a little chaotic moment, man. Well, and, so, uh, do you have any like, bad memories of a Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, the one we lost. Which well, actually, one? both of the ones we lost absolutely sucked. Um, three of them. We lost three? We lost two to the Giants and one to the Eagles. Eagles oh, yeah, yeah dude. Uh, no, I'd say the one against the Giants, the first one. We were 17-0, and undefeated season. Randy Moss catching touchdowns like it's no one's business. And the fact that, they, like you said, they couldn't get the job done, I was deflated. Unrelated, unrelated <laughs> uh, Patriots Super Bowl um, that was really bad was the Seattle Seahawks-Denver Broncos Super Bowl, which was an absolute blowout. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty bad, too. My first ever Super Bowl I remember was the Buccaneers versus the Raiders in 2002. And I discovered vanilla wafers that night. <laughs> and ate possibly, like, boxes. Whatever, like, the, the maximum amount of vanilla wafers you can possibly eat in root beer. Enough to kill a small Yeah, it's pro- I probably gained, like, 30 pounds that night in, in, in first grade. I think it was, yeah. I, I remember that Super Bowl being my first and being like, well, it was a pretty big deal. Was that the Super Bowl with the Hey Ya, but they remixed it for the Patriots? It was 2002, so most likely. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no not, not, for, not for the Patriots. We're in the playoffs. Oh, that sounds like hell. Hey Look it up, dude. Patriots uh, Hey Ya hey remix. Okay. Classic. Yeah. So out of all the ones that we remember, because honestly, how many Super Bowls I remember is honestly probably like a handful because I was never really kind of big into sports. Yeah. But out of the ones I remember, what guys, which Super Bowl do you think was like the best? The Janet Jackson one was probably <laughs> top tier. I can't even tell you who played in that game. Yeah. I just know. I remember hearing about, I think that was the Panthers and, and Patriots possibly. Yeah. But let me tell you, Super Bowl 51, what more needs to be said about the greatest Super Bowl 51? You have Brady, you have Atlanta. We're in the home. Were we playing in Atlanta? No. No. No, Arizona. Okay. Arizona. Okay. But no, we're down in the dumps. And then from the top of the cage, Lady Gaga does the (laughs) halftime show. Oh, that was a perfect night for you then. Wow. Yo, she probably is the reason why they came That's what I always say. That's what I always say. And then literally they just came back. And they won. I remember because I was it was me and just like three of my close friends. We were all watching in my room. And I remember when when we ended up winning because they were shitting on me too. Like, oh, the Patriots are going to lose. I'm like, hey, yeah, they might. They might. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But I remember like when I turned 21, I bought like a like a like a, a streamer gun. Not a streamer gun, but when you turn it 
like you know streamers come out like confetti and all that and i'd saved that for just for a reason then when the pats won i went into my underwear drawer and just oh, snapped and confetti everywhere <laughs> and they all just left <laughs> Because it was literally just me, just basking in the glory mm. of, of the greatest Super Bowl comeback, of the greatest quarterback, on one of the greatest teams, eras, yeah. ever. So Super Bowl 51, and you know. We thought that was the last ever, one, too. Ever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you stole a sixth one after that, but that also was a pretty darn fun Super Bowl for me, too. I remember going to a party, and I convinced all my friends, I'm like, you know what, dude? Like, I've been defeated. Like, the Pat- Pat- Patriots are so good, like, I actually want them to beat the Falcons. And I, I went with this until halftime. And then I was like, you know what? I've had a couple of beers, and the Falcons look to be kicking their ass. I mean, hell, it's 21 t- th- the 21-3 They were time. kicking their ass. It was embarrassing. And it was 20-3. I had a shirt underneath my shirt. Secret shirt? That I, that I had made the night prior that had, like, go ATL, um, deflate gate, tuck rule, a bunch of anti-Patriot propaganda really – you made a custom shirt? Yeah, just Six, for that. Number 69 in the back, I'm like, Classic. let's go Falcons. And I made I made sure like everyone, like at first thought I was rooting for the Patriots, but I'm like, no, motherfuckers. Well, I'm you... rooting for the Falcons, and I have 100 <laughs> bucks on them. And I'm I was, rooting. Like, and, they're up 20, and they're up 28 to 3, and like you guys are fucked. And like, me and my friend Eric were the only non-Patriot fans there at this big, big party in, in our friend's basement. Very Not many space, like, spaces left in the couch, like very cramped. A lot of people in the basement, and we're just hysterically laughing uh, while like we're, we're while we're watching this beatdown, <laughs> like and jackals. like, what the heck? Like, this is like so un Tom Brady, unpatriot. Like, what the heck? And then, of course, the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. I know you believed in them when they came back. Thank you, James. I I you know, I counted my chickens before they hatched. Like, I re- like it really felt like, are you fucking like? I really made this hilarious plan. And then as soon as I revealed the shirt, which actually afterwards, after they won in overtime, they burned, by the way, in the backyard. They, they burned they, your they shirt? The, <laughs> they also uh, actually lit my... She was walking no, and also, no they, shirt And they also <laughs> called back, call back to the Seattle Super Bowl. Yeah. I had bought a Seattle Seahawks hat for that, for that Super Bowl party. Which was also burned in the living room, which oh, almost caught like the no. whole living room on fire. Oh, but why would so it's that? crazy years apart in those Super Bowls. I bought or, or made a uh, pro other team versus the Patriots uh, shirt, and it was it ended up burned by the entire party. So that was pretty funny. Actually, I, I didn't think about that until I just said it out loud <laughs> that both both those Super Bowls I had something of mine burned immediately <laughs> after. Do you agree, yeah. Shlomo, that fifty one is the greatest? The Atlanta comeback. That's actually kind of really um, hard, though, because the the, well, the the sheer amazingness of the Malcolm Butler play, but then the entire comeback. I mean, it's definitely the no, no, no. Here's one. the thing: there was time. There was a little bit of time on the clock against Seattle. So, like, I remember thinking, like, they're marching down the field, and they had they have catch. one of the greatest running backs of all time. Like, they all they have to do is just give him the ball. He runs like three or four yeah. yards, and they score. And I'm like, Brady's gonna have to mount. A, another crazy, crazy comeback. Like I'm like, I was nervous. I'm like, damn. Like I don't know if he's gonna do it. Mind you, Malcolm Butler steals the game. Right? Great, great, great game. But here's the thing: that comeback was unheard of, dude. It was I heroic. I know number forty nine is a close second because that was a great. That last like, that last catch at the end was just like, you know, that was me when I was being all nasty. And then my tune changed real quick. And you know what? Who did the halftime show that year? One of the one of the the pop princesses of this this century, Katy Perry. She killed it. True. So. Love me some Katy Perry. I've soured on her 
lately, recent, in recent years. Well, but, but back, but back I, then, back I then, know. I had it. Mm. I legit had a teenage dream poster in my wall with her in the clouds. So shout out, Katie Perry. I have the original album. This also smells like cotton candy. Keep it in a plastic bag. There you go. Classic. Well, yo, to answer your question, the uh, Atlanta one definitely because you could feel like the the comeback, like the triumph, oh. like it just oh. got as because ah. you know they made it to overtime, right? Yeah, the first Super Bowl you could ever going feel, overtime. You could feel the tides shift in the third quarter. So like, like, like sharp knives just being dragged yeah. across with, our bodies. With like, Seattle, man, it was just like it caught you out of, out of you know, out of, by surprise. Like it just caught you off guard. And it's like, oh, shit, like we just won. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, we just won. Now, the inverse, the worst Super Bowl that you remember in your entire life. <sighs> I'm gonna, we I'm, went over this. The Giants won. Oh, well, I didn't say mine. The Morris one for me, probably number 50. That was, who was that? That was the, the Panthers the, and the Broncos? I believe so, yes. Sucked, boring shit, <laughs> hated it. Yeah. It's not that, so for, well, first off, first off, let me say, um, the, it was like the conference champ, it was like Brady and the Broncos, and you know what, I'm not a big conspiracist, but I, I will say, Brady threw that game. So that old man of the Broncos can retire with a victory. No, he's he totally going to give his me ass. the referees or something. Brady would never do that. No, he no. he he did it. No, I, and you know what? And now he's not. And he's not getting the return of the favor. He's not getting that return favor. No, there's no way Brady would ever let Peyton Manning get to the Super Bowl because it's not guaranteed they were going to win that Super Bowl. But yeah, that was a very bad one. I remember Cam Newton had a play where. Uh, he fumbled the football, and he could have dived on it, but it would have definitely hurt him from the, where the position he was on. So he didn't dive on the football. And anytime anyone that doesn't like Cam Newton, for whatever reason, will bring that up and say he, uh, he blew it. And to my immediate recollection, Denver just kind of trot a lot throughout the whole yeah. game. It was it was boring. And here's the thing. The halftime show was just a jibber-jabber mess because, like, all right, here it is. The halftime show is cold play. And I go, Yikes. Who, what, when, where, why, oh. and how? Oh, you don't know Coldplay? I do know Coldplay, okay. but, and then the thing is, it's Coldplay for like five minutes, and then like, oh shit, we're losing them. Bring in Bruno and Beyonce. And then they show up, and they kind of, I don't, I don't know, saved it. But I, I personally, you know, we'll talk about that. But, and I remember distinctly when, I don't know if you guys remember, but during the game, there's one microphone just placed somewhere where there was just one guy you could always hear just going, <laughs> no. no, I don't remember that. Throughout the entire game, That's it was terrible. literally just one guy just going, Because I remember someone brought it up. I go, oh, No, shut up. You don't know what you're talking Driving about. You I'm like, Oh my God, I can hear it. And you just hear that Woo! throughout the whole game. And I'm just like, You know, there was one saving grace. You know, who did the national anthem that, that one? No idea. Lady Gaga. So, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So that's like the one saving grace. That's so. the thing too, where it's like I kind of don't like going to Super Bowl parties because I do like to hear the halftime show. I do like to listen to the commercials. So that's why it's like I've I've kind of learned like okay, I'm kind of over the whole Super Bowl Super Bowl party scene, if if you will. Yeah. So I want to ask everybody, what makes like a great Super Bowl? Like if you could like you know write a script of like the how, what a great Super Bowl would be. Like what what's in it? Like what makes like a great like game? <sighs> Food. Babes, beer, um, ambiance, two good teams, high-scoring offenses, but also some good defensive plays, too. A nice, fair game played hard by both sides. Um, beer, babes, delicious food. Blackjack uh, and hookers. Oh, other things, other games. Yeah, other games going around. CeeLo, I like playing CeeLo at halftime for a couple Super Bowls in a row uh, at halftime. Green? Huh? CeeLo oh, Green? Oh, CeeLo uh, 
gamble and dice game. Okay. Um, dice game, yeah. Very fun. Uh, there was a few Super Bowls where we said, yo, fuck this superstar at halftime. Let's go to YouTube real quick and watch felony fights. <laughs> Traditions like that, which if you don't know what felony, felony fights are, it's basically two former felons fighting league, and they, it's a very violent fight. It's very graphic. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. That's my recommendation. But... <laughs> For, um, but yeah, just traditions and, and fun and, and, and family and friends and yeah, I love the Super Bowl. And it should be a holiday. At least the Monday should be a holiday for people that have work the next yeah. day. Uh, I think I think Cincinnati, one of the teams that's in the Super Bowl this year, uh, actually is doing that. So good for them. Yes, wow. I know. For me personally, like when I when I, when I want to see a Super Bowl, there's got to be like a narrative. I think I know this year. There's definitely a narrative. Like when last was yeah, last year when it was Kansas City and uh, the Bucks. There's a narrative. Oh, does Brady still got it? Does Brady still got it with the Bucks? So there's got to be a narrative for mm. me. And for me, the game has always got to be close. It's like back and forward, yeah. back and forward. Like yeah. I, I like a Keep nice you engaged. Close. Yeah, exactly. For quite a long time, there were a lot of blowouts. Before like I was born, like you go look back in the annals of NFL history, you'll see a lot of blowouts. <laughs> Where are you looking? The, the annals of NFL history. Okay. Um, but in, like uh, a lot of the Patriots Bowls, which again for us obviously mean more they're all really close and they're all really exciting so i agree antonio yeah we got some great iconic commercials and an equally iconic halftime show yes that's what makes a great mm. super bowl it's really just kind of in that game you really want to be on the, on the edge of your seat like oh who's gonna we, when you, we really, you really don't know who's gonna win what about your slow-mo what makes a great well game? you guys covered pretty much everything i would want in a good super bowl Except the cherry on top, the Patriots got to be in it. I need to have a horse in the race. I, you know, you could have all those elements, but without the Pats, I'm just, it's just an average Super Bowl to me. And it's one of these events too, where it's like it's so fun being on the internet because you'll see something like, you know, live television, folks, and something crazy happens. Those, there's always Mm -hmm. memes. Uh, from yeah. the Super Bowl, you always whether it's a halftime show or something that happens in the game, or maybe of course there's got to be a, a controversial yeah. commercial that probably shouldn't have been aired or something. There's always people talking. Beyonce yeah. making yeah. her face. That's yeah. So oh, that was a terrible face. She looked awful. But Beyonce's beautiful. World. <laughs> but what makes like a lame Super Bowl? Like I know it's pretty much the opposite. Yeah. The 100%. game's not even close. No pats. You ate too much food too fast, and you're like, oh, I'm tired. Like I got work tomorrow. No. Yeah. I'm like, head out of here. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. The food. <laughs> It's trash, dude. Like, that's a big one. And just like, eat, well, uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's a completely lost. Oh yeah, Joey, game. Joey's girlfriend's coming over and she's bringing raisin bran potato salad. Like, <laughs> oh come on, what is this? I made this myself. I you know what else like would it. suck too is like if you're really involved in it, like you're you actually care, and then people are either like chit chatting or you know like they don't care, and they're you know they're ruining the uh, like you said the ambiance change. It has to be mm, right. Yes, yes, you need a vibe. Like even like I kind of really only the last couple of years I really kind of got into football. But even back then when I wasn't when I was when I'd be in college, I would like be glued to the screen because I'm trying to process what's happening. Mm-hmm. But even then, you know, you have some of my friends who are just waiting for the commercials, waiting for the halftime show, and they would always ask me, you know, Tony, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it's not good for me. Yeah. Well, you know, Antonio, I actually got less into football and more into sarcastic ball. It's a lot better game if you haven't heard. <laughs> I love sarcastic It's so much better than football. Now stream on HBO Max. Not an ad. No, not an ad. Yes. For, for me, though. Mm-hmm. But I will say I did recently upgrade to ads-free Hulu, so I'm making money. Oh, okay. Apparently. So I want to ask you guys. You're hosting – you guys and me, I guess. Yes. You're hosting a Super Bowl party. Ooh. You're hosting at your domicile. Please describe your Super Bowl spread. 
What kind of food are you going to have? So kind of we're having a lot of variations of sliders. we got buffalo chicken Ooh. sliders, Ooh. burger sliders, maybe uh, maybe some like veggie granola chicks pull, are coming over. Let's get, some, let's get some vegan stuff going on, too. So just bread. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, 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 uh, booze, obviously, of uh, different assortments. Cold Snap, Sam Adams for beer. Yep. Coronas. Coronas is a very good football beer. Uh, nachos, duh. Barbecue chicken, duh. Um, uh, Fritos, Doritos. Gotta have Doritos. Doritos really are king of the Super Bowl, aren't they? Love Doritos. Yeah. Uh, best, best, best. Well, we're talking here about stuff that matters, obviously. Best flavor bag of Doritos, purple. And why is it purple? Cool Ranch. No, it's the purple bag. I don't really do hot. You gotta step out. Life begins outside of your comfort zone. Which is the purple bag of Doritos? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I oh know, yeah, all those things and probably much more. What else we got? I know for me, like I, I was thinking about it last night. I would love to have a boneless wing bar, boneless, mm. so you don't have to walk around with the bones. Classic. You know, it's all it's all really you'll nice. Get, you get some hardos really uh, testing your patience about you know. Oh, you used to go go have chicken nuggets. Like you're not tough the, if you don't, don't eat the wings. I, I've met people like that, and it's it's a shame. Like, I like, like boneless wings. Like bitch, then then you clean up. Yeah. Right. And you clean up because people are too lazy to you walk over to the bone plate or put it in the trash. I have to deal with it. You clean it up. That's why we're doing boneless. Unless, you know, the batter goes places. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all your, your dipping sauces and whatnot. And I'm kind of down for uh, one of my personal favorites is I love potato skins. Mm. But if not potato skins, then you got to have like two like mountains of like fries. Mozzarella sticks. Fries with like, you know, melted cheese and bacon. Then you got to have all that, that dippings. And probably... I'm down for like nachos and like quesadillas. Ooh. Now that I'm down for that. Some espresso martinis. What else, Shlomo? Anything kosher? Hot uh, <laughs> Let's see. Well, my ideal spread would go like this. It'd be three courses. The first course would be maybe Flamito special. Yeah. Before the game starts and maybe up until the halftime. Uh, there'll be appetizers. You know, I'm talking finger foods, the little hot dogs with the... Uh, pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah, yeah. yeah there'll be cheese as well. Uh, there's also going to be a lot of chips, like you said. Definitely get some Doritos up in there. Can we get a cheese fountain? Maybe fondue, perhaps? Uh, no, no. There'll be cheese, like the, there'll be a... What's the, what's the word everybody's been doing? Charcuterie. I love charcuterie. This, this is a future Super Bowl party at your mansion. Yes. A hundred percent, bro. Okay. So before the game, up into halftime, there'll be that, you know, very light food right mm-hmm. and at halftime will be the main course i'm talking chicken and wings well chicken and wings uh they're gonna say chicken and waffles which i'm like i, I know no I waffles it'll be chicken waffles, it'll definitely delicious. be sliders i'm not gonna have full burgers because you want to mix different things yes. so little sliders yes. uh definitely some pasta of some sorts maybe some ziti with marinara on it uh, and you shrimp? know entree shrimp cocktails a hundred thousand percent I don't eat shrimp, but very, very I know classy, people love it's them. It's a very classy food to yeah. have at your shindig. Hell yeah, dude. So, like, the main courses are going to be fire. And then mm. the after the after the Super Bowl will be the desserts. Uh, you know, I could go on for days about the desserts. But anything that people really, really would want, I would make sure we would have in a large quantity. Corn on the cob. You know, I love <laughs> no, me some, niblets, rhubar- definitely, some rhubarb yeah. pie. I'll have, you want it, Jimmy? I'll get it for you. <laughs> I'm down for, like... Like a Thanksgiving spread. <laughs> no, see, no, that's for Thanksgiving. See, Thanksgiving football is a whole other MMR Talks yeah, episode. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe, maybe next time yes. while well, we're doing the midterms around that time. So we'll see what that's happens. Fair. So 
we're moving away from the game because, mm. you know, the Super Bowl isn't just the football game, even though it is. But I want to talk about the halftime show. So I want to ask you guys, I got to stop saying that because I literally have said that the <laughs> entire time. I like to inquire, you gentlemen, what doth, so what makes a great halftime show? You know, you got to have a great artist, first of all. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, you know, there has to be some sort of excitement to it, right? The theatrics alone, like I remember when Travis Scott was going, he did the bubble bowl, which, you know, people talk shit, but hey, they, they tried something new. The theatrics were interesting. Uh, it's got to be engaging. The music has to be slapping. And you got to have some sort of uh, moment. You know what I mean? Like the Janet Jackson, boom. That no, was a moment. Yeah, that's a, that was a bad moment. That was that got a lot of negative publicity. That was also in like 2004 where people still cared about stuff. I know, yeah. And she got more uh, heat than a yeah. JT because oh, he's a, the one who did it. There was a lot of... How dare you be naked underneath your clothes? Yeah, there was a lot of festered up, pissed off soccer moms that really had a big problem with what Janet did. And Justin Timberlake, young Justin, got, got off free. Scott free. That's all. He got to perform like 10 years later. Talk about white Essentially. privilege. What's that? <laughs> well, no, like you gotta have Sounds some nice. moment to it. Also, it's just a boring halftime show. No, I know, I know what you mean, and that's why for many years, my friends and I would turn to YouTube and halftime show and watch fights. felony, felony, <laughs> felony fights, and those are just be that. Just felons, legit passion. <laughs> one time there was a three on one fight, and there was uh, th those videos. Viewer discretion advised. <laughs> if you're if you're a small child, do not watch these violent videos but a good halftime show with your parents are you guys excited about this uh, upcoming halftime show no i'm interested excited is a strong word i'm interested to see what's going to go down you have eminem dr dre mm -hmm. kendrick and lamar mary, and mary j blige oh right is mary or missy i might be missy i don't know whoa that changes everything if it's missy elliott that's fire i mean either way i really like it's a pretty too solid i artist. love mary j blige as well so Really? Wait, Missy Elliott, that just took me kind of off guard, really. You want to know my problem? G with Gianni, look it up. Though? I mean, I like those artists, and like, I kind of made a comment, I think, on Asking for Trouble, like, 10 years ago, that would have been a much bigger deal. Now, it's kind of like, oh, they're kind of getting their, it's kind of like they're almost Eminem swan It song. is Mary J, my bad. It's okay. Mary J, okay. Well, here's the thing. Thank you, Gianni. I don't understand how it's going to go down. There are four well-known, well-established uh, artists Usually you you could have any you could make a case for any one of them to be the halftime show. Why are they all four doing it? It's let, an, let me it's, tell it's you, a, it's in L.A. and sorry, Antonio, go ahead. No, you can finish your thought because uh, I have a tangent. On well, my only problem with this is it's not going to be sexy, and I would like. I don't know. I prefer. I don't what, know. What, what's Eminem going to do? The Macarena or something? I don't know. Give Would me, that be sexy for you? Give, dude? <laughs> for someone, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, I liked it when I think it was what Shakira. Yeah, that was a great show. She was. Great I, show. I want someone it. dancing. Oh, get get my mind off the football with some sexiness in the halftime show. Get the cheerleaders involved and really, you know, I want Meg The Stallion to go. Ahead yeah, and, and that would be fun. Maybe, maybe it, when the Super Bowl goes to Houston, but Tonya, bless us. So my thing is the reason why I kind of don't fly. Like for me personally, like what makes a great halftime show? It's got to be like when someone says like someone, you go. Oh shit! Mm. That's gonna be epic. That's mm -hmm. gonna be great. Like, cause like, say like, you know, the last couple of years, oh, Katy Perry's gonna do it. Oh, she's gonna kill it. And then, then oh, Lady Gaga's gonna do it. Oh, then they go, ooh, Justin Timberlake. 
does he sing anymore? Like, I think he just kind of acts now. Mm. That's kind of the thing. Like that, 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 that's just like you know, for me, for example, it's someone who's got a. It's got a for me personally, and I'm kind, I'm you. kind of always at the pop music. They got to have the hits, right? They got to have at least like 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 a hit on each finger. Like like they're gonna do a song and you go, oh shit, like stuff like this. But this is kind of something that's always kind of really bothered me. It's when there's a halftime show, and if it's multiple people the tone and the thing is just kind of off. Cause for me, like for example, um, in Super Bowl 50, which should have been one of the greatest one because Hey, 50, it's almost a hundred. It was Coldplay. And I'm like, ah, well fine, whatever. But then they brought in Bruno, Bruno Mars, and they brought in Beyonce. And to me, I think it's disrespectful to the artists because you know, like, Oh, this is my moment, my moment. And to me, it kind of feels like, well, you, you can't fill the whole moment. So we're just kind of, Wheel in Beyonce and Bruno Mars. That's just me. And with this one coming up, I kind of feel like, oh, you're all great, but I don't. It, to me, it comes off as you're all great, but I don't think any one of you could do the whole 15 minutes by yourself. That's it's just me. 15 though. minutes, 12 to 15. No, it's probably going to be like a half hour long, right? Well, this is my Super Bowl halftime Super Bowl? show. It's it's the pretty long, and the halftime show usually is longer. Um, they they make it longer because obviously there's a performance. I'm sure yeah. it, I'm sure it will be like twelve to twenty minutes, around twelve fifteen yeah. minutes, maybe um, a little depending more. Depending if they go long or whatever, and there is many of them, and that's the thing. That's it, it. Probably will feel rushed because there is there is gonna be okay. Go to him. Go to him. Go to him. Like for example, I had to rewatch this because I went to see if it was as bad as I remember when I watched Maroon Five and Travis Scott. Yet yeah, still sucked. But the thing was. The tone was so off. It yeah. would be, it would like, it would be Maroon Five, and they did the song that I didn't know, and then they started off with whoa, whoa, and then I remember that, and then then Travis Scott came in, changed up the whole show, and I looked at everyone in Maroon Five, including the guy Adam Levine, and they all just looked so uninterested with Travis doing second one. They're all just kind of bouncing around, and I'm all like, because you're. you're it just I, it's like they're kind of like tapping in tapping out for me a great show is a one person or if it's more than one they have to have equal billing yeah. like JLo and Shakira they did a great job sharing the spotlight yeah, they right. did a great job and even with the weekend we just had it was just it was pretty much just the weekend and he killed it so that's for me that's how it's got to be it's either got to be one person or if it's going to be more than one it's got to be equal shared that's a good point I just looked you know, it up. out of respect for the artists. The halftime show is between 20 and 30 minutes. The artists will be between 12 and 14. You guys are correct. So, yeah, just about. But here's the thing. Four artists this year, but let's say if it's 12 minutes, that's three minutes for each of them. We can do one song and get off the stage. It's I mean, pretty much that's it. That's why they, they usually, I mean, usually it's one person doing a set. So, I mean, that would be three or four songs for that one person. So, I mean, it, we'll see what, what what they come up with. Thing, thing about it for me is like growing up, I, I'd see like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and be like, what the hell, man? This is football. Like, this isn't a fit, the vibe of football. But the thing is, they understand that, that so many people are going to be watching this. You got to go give something for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have a halftime artist that's like not in the realms of. I mean, the typical football fan. What do they like anyway? Probably this is fighting actually, felons. Well, no, not fel- <laughs> no, not felony fights. But actually, uh, you can make an argument. This is kind of the um, this, the halftime show for football fans because I feel like a lot of football fans probably would like hip hop and the the artists like Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, um, in their everyday life. So it's kind of like okay, interesting that they're they're going away for one uh, one Super Bowl mm-hmm. and not trying to get that fan that's. Perhaps maybe not uh, a football fan to enjoy this halftime show because I'm sure this they want to get the eyes on the screen. Yeah, but and that's one way which, they can do which it. they usually do, and not to 
say that Kendrick and Eminem and those folks aren't big big time stars, but it is the same type of music that football fans already like, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Like I'm not denying that like they're all very capable people, but I just wish that they could have that spotlight to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more than confident that Kendrick Lamar could no, do it I on agree his own. That. I'm more Having... than confident that Eminem could do it on his own. But to me, it comes off as disrespectful to like you know the integrity of the artist. We're like, oh, we're gonna give you this big spotlight for like maybe like like three minutes. Yeah. That's I just think, me. I though. think it would have been better if it was a surprise. Like you can say, okay, it's Eminem and Dr. Dre. Why not have him bring out uh, whoever Kendrick can, can, and yeah, like Mary. Yeah, having them be surprised. It's kind of like what um, who did it for Beyonce and Bruno uh, Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. So I, I, you said it was disrespectful. I think that was pretty cool to have them to be surprises. I mean, who the hell is not going to be like, oh my god, it's Bruno Mars and Beyonce? I yeah. mean, that's, the Coldplay people are like, who the hell are these? Well, it's kind of funny. I think Bruno and Beyonce, you can make an argument, it's probably much bigger than Coldplay. So oh yeah, like, and they've both already done it. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Because so. they ended that one with Uptown Funk, and then Beyonce did the Girls Run the World, and famously did that. Terrible face. face. Here's the thing. I was just thinking, the only artist that I would really be like excited about, like hearing shit like this person performing, it's probably Drake. If they were like, "Yo, Drake's doing the halftime show," I'd be like, "What?" Okay, shocked that hasn't happened. Shlomo, yeah, Shlomo in the jar. We're gonna come back to that. So, who was you know, in your opinion, the greatest halftime performer of the history of the Super Bowl? Well, our Recent history, I'm, Lady Gaga. Like she killed it. That's no, all I'm Shakira gonna say. and J Lo's butts. They were both, fantastic. Both defeat Lady Gaga. <laughs> Remember that? They did. A, they <laughs> did. No, they did a fantastic show. It was awesome. It to, that one particular was very equally balanced, and I don't feel like Shakira was like the opening act. I felt like a Shakira and J Lo. It's yes. not like J Lo featuring Shakira, and then they ended it together. I, a it was plus a, plus. It was a fantastic yeah. show. Like if we were like going to an alien planet, and we were like going to show like earthly talent just send them that yes. and all the fireworks oh it'd be wonderful like fantastic <laughs> they i think they did a great they did a great job and show the aliens felony <laughs> <laughs> yo here's the thing james i need your help to answer this question of course i don't know if it was a super bowl or playoff game which was the game where they were flying on you know you know exactly what i'm talking about no, so for thanksgiving 2001 it's a very famous internet clip and everyone you know i think it's definitely uh, d- dignified as the greatest halftime show ever. It's not in the Super Bowl, but it was for Thanksgiving, which I you know mentioned earlier is a big deal for football. Um, Creed. You ever see the Creed halftime show, Antonio? We, I think we brought this up in a recent episode about the fun questions. Yes. Yeah, so that, oh yeah, I, I mentioned it for, I think was it maybe my halftime How you do show. it, yeah. Sure. But yeah, so that was, that was that. Very, 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 Damn, very. So that's not a legendary. Super Bowl, but that, for me, that, I've, yeah, I love we'll, that. We'll one. count it. We'll count yeah. it. Sure. Inverse. The worst. Who just stunk. I rem- mm. I remember um a while ago, like a while ago when they were a thing, that people really did not like the Black Eyed Peas' halftime show. I didn't watch it, so I really don't remember. Because, you know, I grew up with the Black Eyed Peas. I feel like they could do a good job. Because, you know, like the end, you know, that was like, they had like all their hits on it. That, that They were really flying high with that one. And then, you know, after that one, they broke up. But for me, recently, I was just re-watching a lot of these halftime shows in preparation for this. I could not just jive with the 2019 Maroon 5 Travis Scott. Oh, yeah. Read the room. No, it was no just... Way. No, it was. it really was because I didn't realize how big of an issue it was because, you know, it was like... Because they, they really want a Rihanna. They really want a Cardi B. But they said, no, 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 because of Colin Kaepernick and solidarity to Colin Kaepernick. So nice. they were just scrambling. And then three weeks before, they got Maroon 5. So I can't, And I can't really, you know, like, like oh, well, you know, flack them for that because, you know. No. Nah. And then they were able to get 
They were able to get Travis Scott in what they made a deal with him that they would, you know, donate money to it. They would both donate money to a charity. But I think it was just like for me, like, you know, Maroon 5 isn't like, oh, shit, Maroon 5. No, it's going to be 12 minutes of moves like it's Jagger. How the hell did they land that gig for me? And it was literally I, like it was <laughs> it's, it sounded so like tinny. It lacked the gravitas of like a once in a lifetime right. performance. Like and yeah, Sycamo just pissed me off with the whole SpongeBob thing because Steven Hillenburg, I think he he was either about to die or he just died. I think he just died, and that shit pissed me off because like we were expecting, you know, sweet victory. We were given Sicko Mode instead. Pretty good song though. Well, but for, no, yeah, that, for me, for I me, think, that stunk. I agree with Antonio. I think it's that one, and obviously, I mentioned if I was, if I, me, and my friends weren't interested in uh, the, the the show, we would go on to watch other things. Um, but yeah, that the Travis Scott and Rune Five really was just a dud, and I think that's an example of them trying to get a, a fan fans a that crowd, weren't, yeah. yeah, that weren't exactly football fans, and what? just being like, what the heck is this? Um, definitely should have watched something else during it. But I, did, I remember watching that one and being pretty disappointed. Stunk. How about you, Shlomo? That that launched my podcasting career. Just me riffing on that. I'm looking at the uh, the list of them, and uh, standing out, the one I really didn't like was uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> you just remind me, we had this fifth grade science teacher who was the like that number one fan. <laughs> Which Super Bowl was that? Oh nine. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't remember. Damn, that one. I don't remember that. Wait, at I think all. I think was that the Colts it was in the Tampa uh, Bay? I have, doesn't say here, but I think that might have been the Colts versus the Saints. I remember being. Not watching that game. I was at Family Dollar with my mom. I was pissed. I God, wanted to I, watch the Super Bowl. Man, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I mean, the boss, right? He's the boss. He is the boss. He's the yeah. boss. And it's just Whack. 12 minutes of pink Cadillac. <laughs> I also, when I think of that um, science teacher from fifth grade, Miss Hammerstrom. That's I, what I'm thinking. I, like, I had I one of my worst, that. cringiest moments ever. I remember at a school dance, I did the uh, electric slide backwards. Uh-huh. I did, I'm sorry, the moonwalk backwards. Uh-huh. And it was directly into her. And, her, <laughs> oh, and she was a very like flumpy lady, a big kind of a big torso and a big, big stomach. And I just remember feeling her. I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I just remember <laughs> she was What, mad. did I back into a pile and of trash? My bad. And yeah, she was mad sweaty. I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, it was really awkward. That's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Can I ask you, James? Does yeah. she look like a bitch, Miss <laughs> Hammerstrom? Yeah, I, I can't stand her. Up hers. Anyway, <laughs> so those are the worst ones. So, oh, ooh, Shoma, we're gonna open that jar again. Nice, James. Just for you, mm-hmm. we're doing a draft. Oh, just so for I you. Love drafts. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, we'll go this way because Shoma already said it. So, pick the next three. Who should, you know, if you could, mm. who should perform at the halftime show? Which uh, you already leaded us off with. This is, so this is going to be all in one show, or is it through the next three Super Bowls? You know, the, the next ones. Like, Shlomo picks one one year, and then James, like, what are we on? So you're 57, 58, okay, okay. 59, 60, okay. so forth. So we each get three, so. All right. So for next year's Super Bowl, dun, 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 dun. Obviously some caveats, hopefully. Like, I'm not going to do it because of Colin Kaepernick. Well, Shlomo said he got to. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to strong arm people. But anyway, yes. Drizzy Drake will be performing at next year's Super Bowl. Next up, after that lackluster performance by Drake, <laughs> he'll probably play stuff off his newest albums, which is not that good anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, I go Meg Thee Stallion, as I mentioned earlier. I think she's going to put on a heck of a show mm-hmm. with a lot to look at. Any guests? Or just her? Uh, as you mentioned, Antonio, I like what you said. If you are legit about, about it, you go do a performance about yourself. Nice. That's your moment. You shine in that moment. You don't need any. She she don't need anyone. 
just her and her lovely, lovely legs and <laughs> everything else that comes with Meg the Stallion. So Super Bowl 2025, who I will be getting, it's going to be someone who actually turned it down in 2019, oh. but someone who, who's got the hits, who's got the reputation, one of the last like real rocker chicks of the generation. Ladies and gentlemen, 2025 is going to be the one and only Pink. Oh, wow. Uh. No. I'm not watching that. Oh, no. She'll kill it. I'm watching Family Fights <laughs> right now. No way. She'll kill it. Raise your glass and you sell Boring. That's why I'm going to take a bathroom break, Dude, get some more chicken wings. Funhouse, the album, is an absolute she, no, She's not even bad, but just I'm not going to. I'm not going to. She, she needs a guest. You're going to tell me like, Kid Rock must come out or something. No, Kid Rock's an asshole. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Kid Rock's an asshole. I was trying to think like, who would. Sweet home, Alabama. <clears throat> who would blend well with pink? Avril Lavigne, dude. I was just kind of thinking her. <laughs> but she, her, she doesn't have the, the repertoire. Pink. Repertoire. You do it. There you go. Just buy just pink by herself. I think she can do it. She might bring in like one or two guests, but what about you, Shlomo? 2026. Uh, I would have Kanye West come out. Ooh. Kanye, dude, he's so into like performance theatrics. He would he would build a super dope set. Jimmy's scratching his beard. That's a let good one. Let me get let me get the red hot chili peppers. Ooh. Right? But I guess who but they've guess done who, it before. But I was gonna say I feel like they, they have done it before. As a, I think so. Not they weren't a headliner. They were a uh, they were with special someone. appearance. Oh. Yeah. Who were they with? Maybe Bruno maybe. Mars, I think it was. Really? Oh man, maybe. Oh, I, I, I'll tell you I right don't now. remember that. Bruno. That's I a think. shame. And then, uh, okay. Well, yeah, they solo. Solo, yes, and but I actually had a guest for them because again, yep, Bruno Mars. Sorry. I love chili, I love the Chili Peppers, and they deserve the moment. But also, they're going to share the moment with a rapper, and the rapper is Action Bronson. Bronson, and the Chili Peppers, the Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, chili that's peppers. a good one. That's, that's going to be a great duo. I think they'll blend well. Damn. And Action Bronson will probably have like a giant like robot costume, and he'll rap in the like, in the giant. Have you ever see like the Fox giant robot they do? Fox. Fox. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, have like, the a network, giant yeah. like mascot logo robot, and I think if Action Bronson can perform a song in that thing on the field, like giant, Iron Giant type skeleton suit, that'd be awesome. For my halftime show, I initially thought about a robot suit, but I decided against it. Just a platform. So who's putting, who, who's got the hits? Who's gorgeous and she's a wonderful wonderful family friend of ours and she's got the hits she'll do it she'll put asses in seats ladies and gentlemen 20 2028 ariana grande wow she's she's gonna kill it like with, the, with, the, with all those hits like like come on like she could probably have like a guest she can she can probably have like one or two guests like maybe like the weekend or something because mm. you know she collapsed with him a lot but no she'll wow she'll kill it i know she will yeah, that'd be fire. All right, so I'm on last pick. Last pick. 2020, what, eight? 29, right? You were eight. Oh, I'm eight, yeah. Uh, I would have... Man, time's going so fast. I'd have Daddy Yankee, and his <sighs> special guest would be Bad Bunny. Ooh, that's actually very possible. Ooh. I, actually, I think you're the, like, you kind of actually have to reverse those two now, based off star power. Nah, Daddy Yankee's name nah, Daddy, rings Daddy, bells around nah, the world. Like if they were if they were actually going to advertise that, they would actually make it Bad Bunny. Like he would sell more tickets. Yeah, he's more like in the pop Daddy Yankee realm. can be like you know right. can be his guest for sure. I'm I'm just saying critiquing that part. That's a great selection though, Shlomo. Yeah, interchangeable. So yeah, maybe Bad Bunny and, and Daddy Yankee, but those two. Pretty good. Twenty thirty, James. No, twenty forty. Twenty forty. Twenty thirty, dude. You wait, no, no, twenty thirty. My bad. No. 20? Oh boy, we got You finished strong. This is your last pick. I dude. know. I got Meg Thee Stallion, Red Chili Peppers with Action Bronson, 
And then who's this is because you got to you got to think of the year. You got to think of the future. I know. Um, yeah, that's true. I guess I go. He's gonna be older. maybe. If you still, oh, I got I have a double right here. It's gonna be Billy Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo. Ooh, together, together, and Olivia Rodrigo just got like extra hot with a nice boob job. So that would have to happen, or did that just happen? No, like it's, it's probably going to happen in the future. Oh. And then it's going to be like a nice duo, and like the Gen Z or whatever that, that fuck with them are going to eat it up. Okay. Yep. Oh, you're, you're going for sexy. I thought you were going to steal Sure. Me. Yeah. I, I, I don't really know what they look like, really. I know Billy Eyelash kind of has the green hair or whatever. I, just, I'm just I don't trying think, to think she has green hair anymore. I just, oh, no, she has blonde hair now. She I looks pretty good. Like, yeah. But I don't, I'm not too familiar with them. I just know they're, they're hot in the streets right now. And I'm they're trying to think right of now, yeah. um, like, what would actually work. That would sell in the future. Football will probably be flag football, but flag football by then because of the, just how the semantics of the game and stuff like that. But no one can top the, the future's be crazy. That's what no I'm one can to. top my final pick. Go ahead. One of the voices of 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 our of our species, Elton John. One of our, I will have to consider she is getting long in the tooth, so I think we may have what to long in the tooth. <laughs> What's that mean? Old. Oh, because you know your your tooth gets bigger as you age, okay. long in the tooth. Yeah. yeah, see, who says this isn't an educational show? But uh, honest to God, I know she'll do great. She she lit up Las Vegas. And now she's gonna light up the halftime show, ladies and gentlemen. Celine Dion. <laughs> cool. Okay. She almost really think about it. He's like, is Celine Dion. Do you believe? That's share. My heart oh, will go on. I have no idea right? who's like. I know on. who she is. Power of love. It's all coming back to me now. Give me all Le- by give, myself. Give me Leona Lewis uh, over. It's just a sad. Leon. She's a sad singer. No, I she'll do like care. the. I was thinking like Adele. I'm like no, Adele can't do it. Adele would crush. Adele if you said do Adele, it. I'd be I thought like, she already did hyped. it. Honestly. No, Adele. The songs are just too similar to your new lovers. Like if I'm looking at like my lineup next to Adele, I'm like no, she can't. She won't do it. What about Lord? It would be oop, Lord. I am um, Lord. <laughs> I thought about that too. And I'm like, man, I don't think it's going to be Lord. But I'm surprised. Uh, no Rihanna, no Britney, no Ed Sheeran. Rihanna's having a baby, dude. She's she's done. Yeah, but stick in, a fork in Rihanna. Wait, she's she's, she's, she's no, nah, she's she's a mom now, dude. And she doesn't even make any music anymore. She her fan base. I'm sorry. I'm sure they'll rip my organs apart if they've. Listen to this podcast, but I'm sure they do. Fucking Rihanna and her, and really fucking over her fan base. She hasn't put music, new music out in years, bro. She's and, been busy, dog. Yeah, what making Venti. stupid ass cologne and perfume and yo, it'd be chains. stupid if it didn't work. She got a billy off of that. No, good for her. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> like her. Ching. Don't don't Rihanna doesn't deserve to be in music discussions anymore. Yo, don't discredit her catalog, bro. She's got fucking hits for I don't want years. To hear no, I like her old music. But I'm just saying, like she's if you're gonna be performing in the Super Bowl in the future, you're gonna be playing the, your new stuff too. You're telling me that if Rihanna, if like after the Super Bowl, the next year it's all silence and they. And Does the, she even they have? Just a, a, they just announced Rihanna. Does she even perform anymore? Because she would it just be her standing so. there? Does she dance anymore? I don't know. What, what Rihanna? Well, she's, really? No, she's pregnant. She's gonna end with umbrella. Well, I'm saying like, now. We're all gonna go crazy. She ends with umbrella, and the whole no. place is gonna get all Meg the Stallion, Chili Peppers with Action Bronson, and then Billy <laughs> Eilish and uh, Rodrigo. Wow. And the pre-show, uh, more felony fights <laughs> in the parking lot, though. <laughs> That will be actually replacing <laughs> football is the felony. We'll, we'll still call it the Super Bowl, but there'll just be former felons fighting each other. The Duper Bowl. Yes. So in between the halftime, and for those listening at home, whose halftime lineup would do you like the most? Feel free to let us know. And in between the halftime show and the 
the actual Super Bowl. We got those uh, famous commercials mm. that people wait all year for. So what do you guys think makes a great Super Bowl commercial? It's got to be funny. It's got to make me laugh. Is it be funny? Yeah. If it's not funny, I'm not going to talk about it the next day. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be prone to show something like, "Yo, look at this commercial, hilarious." You know what I find funny <laughs> is uh, is when now you're in a room full of like your family and your friends, and you you gathered around. Everyone's you know having a couple of drinks, and everyone's having a good time. And then you get like a really fucked up, sad commercial that really kills a vibe. <laughs> and everyone's and your mother's like, "What the hell is this? Why are they showing this?" And then, like it just really ter- like really triggers people. There's even like, I'm sure if you guys may have seen it, if you guys watch television, like the, these commercials for the Apple watches. Oh like, my god! That they're like, what oh the my, hell's oh my god, my leg is off! Oh my god! Like it's like a panic now one call, and then like they're like, because of the Apple Watch, <laughs> this woman <laughs> is alive now still. No, literally the one that like scarred me Crazy. was it was literally now on one. What's your emergency? I'm in my car. I drove off a bridge. The car's filling with water. I need to help. Okay, sir, I just needed to hang on tight. We're, and the camera's just over. slowly panning towards water. It's yeah, like, yeah. What and then the it fuck says is this, and then it says. The Apple Watch saved blah blah blah's life, and then buy Apple Watch. I'm just like, what the like hell they're was really that? trying to trigger anxiety and fear to make them buy the product, like, and not even trying to hide it at all. Like, very like bluntly, and it's like, yo, I'm like, I'm in my room by myself, and now I'm like, kind of like nervous. Like, I legit, <laughs> no, I need to get this watch. <laughs> damn, not even that. Just like, kind of more of aware of like, damn, I'm a really a human being, and traumatic stuff can happen at any given moment. <laughs> and ironically enough, does that not make it memorable? Exactly. So I, I kind of <laughs> well, he brought. He said it has to be funny. I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, I pre- appreciate a good like. Um, you take my mama Oreo Doritos type of commercial, but I also now realize like the the situational comedy of like a really disturbing <laughs> no commercial <laughs> that, where now millions of people not only of course of course the the, the comfort of your living room with, you, with your family which makes that immediately awkward, but also like worldwide everyone's like now prone to seeing this. I'm gonna say if someone remember someone when I started here very like early 2020 late 2019, I showed you this commercial. Jane, I'll show you afterwards of this like. Like school class, they're like having class outside, and they just get destroyed by this car. I like vaguely remember that. We'll watch that again, but no stuff like that is what I think. Something that makes a thing memorable for me is that. So this is kind of a thing that started now. The commercials right now are previews for the Super Bowl commercial, or they'll they'll be coming out. James, you remember when you were, you and and Joe Duggan were doing um when you were doing uh what's happening, and you guys told you guys told me. That they were doing a Seinfeld reunion for for the Super Bowl commercial, and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited! And then they did a commercial, and it's just George and Jerry, just like, oh, well, let me tell you about the coffee. I really like the coffee, and that was something like that. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I think also something that kind of lays into it is like, who is in this? Like, what's being advertised? Like, you know, it's a stupid one. I actually don't really like this commercial very much, but. I remember they still kind of play this commercial. It's the Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis commercial where they're singing "It wasn't me." But what were they eating? Were they eating Doritos or Cheetos or some kind of chip? They were eating some sort of chips. And part of me is like, "Oh, I remember that commercial." But I think the premise matters. It, I agree with someone. It does like have to be like funny, mm. or it could be shocking, and it's just got to have like a nice story, nice premise. So, do you guys have any iconic Super Bowl commercials that you remember? Like what? What's always stuck with you? One that really tickled my fancy, and of course, it uh, yeah. brand for me was yeah. uh, Terry Tate Office Linebacker, which they end up like shooting like a bunch of these commercials of uh, a normal office, you know, boring, but you know they needed some order, they needed some rules. There's, there's a couple of slackers, there's a couple of guys that are kind of uh, 
office office Terry Tate office yeah, linebacker. And he's just uh, the judge, jury, and executioner of this office, running around uh, blitzing people in, in full u- them. full uniform, uh, blasting uh, regular office workers uh, full force, and it creates a very funny. Uh, uh, picture very 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 good commercials terry tay office line i also like the clyde the clydesdales the horses from yeah the, the budweiser the 911 stuff that was pretty nice yeah 9 11 never forget we won't they have won't, they won't, they won't let us yeah i still haven't so, so some of my super bowl commercials that i've always stuck with me three words puppy monkey baby oh awesome. you guys remember that it was like a mountain dew like energy drink and they're just the eyes just sitting there and then like oh what's that noise puppy monkey baby Puppy monkey baby, and it's it's a it's a it's got a pug face, monkey tangibles, and a baby body, and it was just puppy monkey baby, puppy monkey baby, and I I, I never forgot it because I was just like, I never done drugs before, but this must be what it's like. Exactly, it's one of those commercials that just makes you want to remember it and from sticks to stick out from its cringiness or repetitiveness, and it it definitely did its job for you. But I did not care for the Mountain Dew energy drinks. Just drink regular Mountain Dew, honestly. Like, that's going yeah. to be enough. So one of the most, because we were talking about, you know, dramatic commercials. So Super Bowl Forty Nine. I don't know if you guys remember, there was this little boy. He's just talking to the camera. He's like, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to go to school. I'm never going to buy a house because I died. And it shows, like, like, a cabinet, like, falling on, like, a glass table and just, like, little boy toys everywhere. And it's all, like, Nationwide is trying to prevent childhood accidents. And it could be up to you to save a child. Oh, my God. And that's why the hashtag Nationwide My Kid Just Died just trended, was trending at that time. Because I remember we were all watching. We were just flabbergasted. It was, like, just utter silence. We were just, like, <laughs> it's so funny. That's awesome. What the hell was that? Yeah. Like, I had to look it up because, like, no, I, I remember there being more. I remember there being, like, a little – I maybe it's the – like uh, what's that? What's that? The Mandela effect, where I'm mm-hmm. all like, oh, maybe I do remember more commercials of that because I just remember we just kept getting onslaughted with all these dead kids, and it was just so such a bummer. And I think we were losing at the time. So, and so no, it was no nationwide, one, nationwide, yeah, they they didn't do that shit again. I'll tell you that. Yeah. On the inverse, another uh, insurance company. My favorite was the Drake from State Farm. Oh yeah, and they did like a, they did like a too. few different series of it. Uh, the one there was another one. I don't know if it was Super Bowl, but they did the one with Will Ferrell. Uh. He's like, oh, DeMar DeRozan. Like, you got to watch it. It's fucking hilarious. I will say the Snickers commercials are always fun. I just remembered this one recently where it was the Brady Bunch, but they replaced one of the girls with Danny Trejo. Oh, my (laughs) God. I remember that one. But the most iconic Snickers commercial to pay tribute to someone who just passed away was the Betty White one. I I remember watching that on TV. It was these guys playing football, and someone tackles Betty White. Like, oh, you're playing rough, man. And then she's like, well, that's not what your girlfriend said. I'm going to kick his ass. Hey, hey, eat a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're you're hungry. Are you better? Better. Yeah, those ones are good. That was the thing that kind of re-elevated Betty White into public consciousness. And that was hilarious. She got bunt... Obviously, it wasn't her. It was a stunt double or whatever, but... You didn't know that. The old lady getting absolutely lit up from a linebacker. It was pretty funny. Like, it's shocking. It's like, oh, damn. And then she chirped the guy. Yeah. Who was like, yeah, watch it, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Any other great iconic commercials? Not that I Apparently, Where's the Beef was... Oh, yeah. I remember that that one. Super Bowl commercial. That's kind of the ones I remember. Oh! I'm sorry, because I know we got to move on. I'm an adult now. I can say that. So when I was a kid, there would always be these 
weirdly erotic commercials for this website called GoDaddy.com. And for the longest <laughs> time, the longest time, I thought it was a porn site. I did too. The longest time, because it was literally electrics women, mm. and they're just like, oh, doing, you know, fixing a vending machine or whatever, and then it'd be GoDaddy. Go daddy. And then, you know, obviously daddy has a sexual connotation. And I never bothered to look into it. But apparently, go daddy, what? They're web hosting? Yeah. yeah. Web they host. make Just websites? a marketing domain. Sex yeah. sells, baby. I, clearly. Yeah. But I had no idea for the longest time. I always thought go daddy was just porn. Yeah. And I'm like, they're advertising porn on network television. Sure. All I remember like, about that was like Danica Patrick was like a spokeswoman or something. I remember mm-hmm. that too. Danica Patrick, I can I can drive in a circle and be as stupid as you. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so I know we got to wrap up. So uh, next Sunday is the Super Bowl on it on NBC. I had to look it up. What time? You know, regular Super Bowl time. So we have the Bengals from Cincinnati and we have the Rams from Los Angeles. And they're home. And they're home. Who's got it? I'm the sports guy. Who, who, who you I, I host for? a sports podcast. Asking for trouble, Jimmy Asking's here. Okay, I know so someone. Who do you think? No, no, no. <laughs> shut up, shut up. I got, I got the answer right here for you. What it boils down to in the the game of games, the Super Bowl is what it comes down to is the quarterbacks, and we have one Joe Burrow on the Cincinnati Bengals, young young god, young swag, uh, swag god, dripping, smoking cigars, won a national championship, won the Heisman, young kid, second year in the league. Very uh. Co- Comparison to Tom Brady, his second year in the league, he won a Super Bowl. And then you got Matthew Stafford, who was on the Detroit Lions for the most of his life. And if you don't know anything about the Detroit Lions, they are the stinkiest bunch of poop-filled bags of assholes. Oh they don't. They're, they're, they've been the worst team. They're not a fantastic of, of, the, team. of, of any of any league. Um, of of any professional. professional sports, whatever. Quincy High could drag. So he, but Matthew Stafford is pretty good. But he could never do anything because he's on the Detroit Lions. Now he's on the Rams. Mm-hmm. And the, the Rams are actually are hosting this game that's in their stadium. And that's a huge advantage. So advantage, honestly, for the quarterback play goes to the Bengals. Joe Burrow, I think, is better. And, but what it really boils down to, guys, <laughs> what it really boils down to for, this, real boils, boils, for the Super Bowl geez. is would the, a Bengal actually beat a Ram? Wow. That's what you really got to look at. Would Who would win in a cage fight, a Bengal or a Ram? Because you can go on and on about the fact that the Rams really pushed all their chips in and traded all their first-round draft picks and, and, and got Aaron Donald and got Odell Beckham Jr. and, and got all these superstars. And the, the Cincinnati Bengals is a Cinderella story. And the, the Cincinnati hasn't won um, a, before this season a playoff game in 25 years, let alone made us to the Super Bowl. So Roughly our, our, but what, our lives. But what would win in a cage fight, a Bengal or a Ram? And that is your answer. A Patriot. <laughs> no, my friend. It's a Bengal. You're going for the Bengals. I'm going for the Bengals because of the quarterback reason and Seriously? who would win in a, in a cage fight, a Bengal or a Ram. I think a Bengal would have that, not even for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It would have it as maybe an appetizer. I'm hungover. I need a snack. Like a Ram is just a little popcorn chicken for a mm. Bengal. You know what I'm saying? So I go You're for underestimating the, the Ram, though. You I've seen a Ram headbutt something. I have seen them in action. I watch these nature shows, get stoned, watching nature shows. And I see. As one does. And Rams really, both of them, they, they show two Rams, they're going at it. And they're very, they're aggressive 
mother effers. But and they're pretty unidirectional. Yeah, and, and they, they, can do they deserve charge. to be a football team mascot. But the thing about it is a bangle is a bangle mm. and a vicious cat. And I think it would just tear to shreds and well that's in a cage and man. i had my cook at my job t- today who doesn't know much about fo- fo- football tell me that the Bengals are going to win 29 19 29 19 a very weird sc- very weird score how do you get there i don't know but 29 19 <laughs> Bengals. now i know for me i'm looking at you know all the aspects of it but i'm looking at the narrative mm. so for me i also like the Bengals because one they're the underdog. They're the underdog. They were able – and they're the giant slayer. They were able to knock out Kansas City just yes, a couple weeks ago. Big, big time. So I, I got respect for that. So you know what? They're the underdog. Also, they're the giant slayer. They're the, they're, the, they're the visiting team. Cincinnati, home of a famous gorilla. <gasps> Do you know which gorilla I'm speaking R. about? R.I.P. Shlomo, who is it? Uh, Harambe? Yes, yes. Really? Harambe. Thank God you got that correct. Wow. I, would have, I would have had not to be your friend anymore if you didn't get <laughs> of course that. I knew that. Harambe, uh, defensive end, I forget his name, said this game is for Harambe. <laughs> How could you not go for the underdog, exactly. gritty city of Cincinnati with a cool uniform? They're gritty, yeah. You know, the LA Rams, big shot LA team, no fair weather fans paid for this. Uh, really good all-star team of, of, of uh, cats, but they, you know, Money and draft picks, they don't care about it. They just threw it all and think they can just buy their way to a championship. Not not this fast. Not that way. You know Bungles. what? I'm down for the Bengals. I'm yes. sort of rooting for uh, Cincinnati's Ohio, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Guess who else I know is from Ohio? Scooby Bo. Scooby Bo. That's his home. Technically, do you, think it's a, do you think Scooby's a Bengals fan? I think he's a Bengals yeah. fan. Well, yeah, no, hard. he's an honorary Pats, but I mean, if he's, he's also a Republican, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's a pretty big Trump guy. From what I've heard. <laughs> oh God. They have the same color hair, so I think that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah, man, I'm going with the uh, the Bengals, dude. Boy, would we look stupid if that the inverse is what happens? Oh no, I mean, if I, if I actually am going for him, I'm sure the Rams will win. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure the Rams are favored to win too. I, I've heard that too, but yeah. you know what? So was Kansas City. Yeah, so are a lot the of teams. Giant yeah. Slayer. I'm putting my my theoretical money behind the Giant Slayer and the underdogs. That's that's the kind of story I like. And if they win. That's a, like a, you could soak in that. They beat the team that they were supposed to lose to in their in the, in their house. Yeah. So that's that's really that's a narrative I can get behind. Like it's like, it's, it's like full Hunger Games. Like I'd send them like you know some tissues or whatnot. and the uniforms are just cooler. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? So it's got to go for the year for Asian New Year Year of the Tiger. Oh wow! That Ooh. all that all about confirms the stars it. have a line. There's just too much going <laughs> for Cincinnati. Which is why I'm changing my pick to the Rams. Whoa! I'm going for the Rams. <laughs> the Rams are going to win. Lock it in. Well, Lock it in. Let me There's it. too much to go for the Bengals. It has to be the Rams. And they both got very contentious Senate races coming up. So that's that knocks that out. Well, now the fact that James is rooting for the Rams, I feel so much more comfortable with my pick. <laughs> I was originally rooting for the Bengals, though. And I always lose. So I, I'm... Jedi mind trick. So you know what? You're so our, our Bengals are going to be down. And you're gonna be like, oh, maybe they'll do good, and then they start winning. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I need I'm, to rub it in those LA folks' faces again. I mean, you do have <laughs> a lot on, of friends Cincy. out there, so you don't want your friends to get a chip. After uh, no, dude. I'm gonna. I gotta get that twenty dollar bet with Aaron <laughs> once he loses. And that was Mr. Talks about the Super Bowl. And before we go, I got a nice fun question for it. It's actually still about our, our regular topic. So. Describe your perfect Super Bowl. Like if you were going to like, you know, write it, like what would it be? Include your team matchups, the location, 
who is performing at the halftime show. And on top of that, describe the Mass Music Radio Super Bowl commercial that will take the world by storm. I'm going to go right now and be quick about it. Cowboys Patriots. It's a bloodbath. Cowboys win by a million. I get my revenge against all my fucking stupid spoiled friends that are Patriot fans that are just so caught up in their own glory and it's disgusting. And uh, well, it's a halftime show. Um, this is this is the future. We resurrect Tupac. We get and Michael Jackson. We get a bunch of dead zombies in there going hard and fast. And uh, back in '94. A long time ago, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be crazy. A crazy like a recollection of, of the nineties, basically. And Kurt Cobain, yeah, right crazy, from the ground. crazy halftime show with zombies and and uh, historic artists. And where they playing? Who, the, who? Where are they playing? Where are they playing? Oh, um, Mexico, Cancun, Mexico, <laughs> and I'm and I and I just happen to be on spring break, and it's. A lot of tacos and senoritas feeding me, and I have a big wager in the Cowboys who are up by 50. And then the Mass Music Radio commercial, I think, is probably will be just me with those Spanish mamacitas promoting my podcast, asking for <laughs> trouble. And it's it's a bit graphic, but you know what? There's It's the future, and things slide now in the future. And then in my commercial, the police come in because they were all married, and James gets oh, hassled. Gets pinched. I'll be quick about it as well. Uh same as James, Sorry. I want Cowboys and Pats in L.A. at that brand-new gorgeous stadium. The team is out there. We're flying out there. And the halftime show will be Drake, 100%. And the last one was... The commercial. The commercial. It would be Scooby Bow, slow motion running on the beach, big happy smile on his face, grabs a tennis ball, jumps in the water, and it just flashes on the screen. This is how you feel when you listen to Mass Music Radio. And then he runs into a, a, a fire, and Scooby's just burning, burning the flames. And then Smokey the Bear comes out and goes, only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the sponsor from Smokey. And then during the black screen, do you guys remember that car commercial where later it was like, doo doo <laughs> And that, that thing jumps oh, out. Oh, that's one of the worst screamers the jump ever. Scares. Yeah. Commercial within a commercial within a commercial. Wow. Yeah, we'll get the people going. <laughs> that's innovative. So Scooby runs on a beach, promoting Mass Music Radio. He runs into a fire. He catches on fire. <laughs> Smokey the Bear comes out. You get the black screen, and then that demon comes out and screams at you. And, and that, and then that demon, Radio. and then that demon shoots Smokey Bear in the head, and it's a NRA commercial. Yeah, and then it'll say NRA, and it'll say next time on the Mass Music Morning Show. <laughs> I know for me, again with the narrative, I would pick two just really poo teams. Who who are both like fighting for that win? Mm-hmm. So initially, so I think I'm going to put Detroit and uh, the Jaguars. I was going to say suggest suggest, suggest the yeah. Jets. I know. Well, they would they, never they've make had it theirs. to the Super Bowl. They've had theirs, but no, just two poo teams. They somehow finagled their way to the top of each conference, and they're just really just like it's going to go into overtime because it's still zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. They're going to be playing in Vegas because that halftime show is going to be. Barry Manilow. Oh my goodness! And cupcake. Oh God! You love that. That's it's going to be. It's it's Robert. going to be great. Like Barry Manilow is going to be singing. Looks like we made it. And when I first heard the song, I'm like, there's one. There's one. James heard it in the song with me. There's a line where he says, "And all I can taste is love. The way we made it." So I'm like, "Ooh, Barry, that's dirty." And then literally, <laughs> it. Then after that, it'll be cupcake doing like 
Duck, Duck, Goose, where I can't say any of the lyrics, so I'll just say lyrics to a different song. She'll just come up and she goes, I change the thongs two times a day. God. That would be, like, the old people love it. Oh my God, and the young Tony. people love it. So it's going to be, like, bringing the generations together. And you're in Vegas, so Siegfried and Roy this are also like there. sounds like a and nightmare. The tiger, of and the tiger escapes <laughs> and bites Cupcake's face off. <laughs> no, not that. And then at the end, the grand finale, you know the song Mandy by Barry Manilow? So Shame says, so he goes, oh, Mandy, when you can't relent the taken. But then when he sings that, then Cuffing's going to come out, and instead of Mandy, she says, Poppy. She goes, oh, Poppy, <laughs> to play homage to the meme. And um, our mass music commercial, I have two in mind. So this is a very, very obscure, like, there's an episode of The Simpsons where they go to the Super Bowl, and Marge and Lisa are watching the Super Bowl at home, and there's this commercial, this really nerdy guy, he's in the desert, he drives up to this, like, gas station, and there's no one there, and he goes, like, honk, honk, and this rock music is playing, and these three voluptuous women, they come out, and they're, like, cleaning his windshield, and they're putting gas in his tank, and one of them's going to get a look under the hood, and the way it's positioned, it makes it look like he's getting a stiffy, and there's a shot of a shot of the woman above the cleavage and below the neck, and what does she have? She has, like, a, a crucifix, and the, and the commercial ends with, the Catholic Church, we've made a few changes. Oh so my it's, God. So it's pretty much just going to be that, but except for the cross, it's the Mass Music logo. It's going to say, Mass Music Radio, we've made a few changes. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> classic. And then alternatively, do you guys do you guys ever watch the Discovery Channel growing up? Mythbusters, Dirty Jobs? You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it how we do it on Discovery Channel. That's the first thing I thought of when you said that. So there's this commercial that Discovery Channel did. It's just called the Boom Beata commercial, where it was a song where it's, I love the mountains, I love the glare of the sky. But we do we just steal that, but it's just like us. like We'd be like, like I love the 2010s. I love election night. And then it'll be like, boom, diada, boom. Diada. It'll like be all of us, the entire mass music community. That's beautiful. Be like that. And um, no, that's it. Yeah. Cupcake, love it. Barry Manilow. And uh, who wins? I don't know. It's, they're just going to keep going because it's just zero, 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 zero. That's the Super Bowl. <laughs> nice. And um, before we go, does anyone have any good recommendations? I know James already said uh, something about uh, some vegan stuff. I don't remember what you said. What about vegan stuff did I say? Well, you said... Don't put words in my mouth. You said, blah, blah, vegan. blah. This is my recommendation. I'm like, oh, we'll hold that for, for later. Somebody you got anything to recommend? <laughs> I recommend... Audacity. It's a free, open source, audio editing podcast. I don't know podcast, but audio engineering uh, program. And I love it. I was just thinking about it. they updated the whole system. They did. I got a lot of great that. features. We use this is not even a uh, they didn't sponsor it, but I just love Audacity. Uh, I love ma- a lot of open source stuff. OBS, which is a broadcasting tool. Um, I think knowledge should be shared like that. Certain knowledge, obviously, like there's things that you know you would you need to pay for um, to keep the lights on. But when it's something that's going to benefit you know millions of people, I think it should be you know open source, and that's my spiel. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no vegan recommendation. We, we'll go back to the tape on that. I, maybe I was recommending... Play it back, Gianni. We'll play it back. My podcast, obviously, Asking for Trouble. A new episode will come probably after the Super Bowl. Um, but also, I'll recommend... I had this recommendation on my podcast. Wordle. 
It is a game, a word game, daily word game that's catching the world by storm. I think the owner of it just sold it to the New York Times, so good on him. Probably made it a sweet buck. But basically, it's a game you play every... I I play every morning. Wordle gets my day started. You got to guess the word. You only get so many guesses and... So then a couple of now variants mm-hmm. of the game. Um, Ludo. Not variants. Yeah, Ludo, I know, I've learned that word because of this, this global bastard. But variants of uh, this game, Wordle, is another one's called Loodle, which is like a naughty word you have to guess. That's oh, kind of yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. And then also now Dortle, which is a, a double word, double challenge, very hard. I've actually lost a few times. In Wordle, though, I'm 23-0, haven't lost a day yet, and you so. just jinxed it. Is it free? It's free. Yeah, you just go on Safari, type in Wordle. I think Beautiful. there's an app, but I do it Safari, and it's very fun. You, I share my score on Twitter with like an annoying person, and, um, and people you, people get a kick out of it. My fellow Wordle friends will know what I'm talking about. And then you tell people your friends to go to your farm. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> nothing like that. No, I would never get caught up in uh, Farmville or. Anything like that. I used to play Mafia Wars with this cat back in the day. Love it. But yeah. <laughs> used man. to. I still play that, man. <laughs> well, that's insane. Kingpin by now. You also probably still poke people as well. Oh, yeah. I Facebook, yeah. <laughs> and uh, for me, um, initially, um, this is probably going to be one of the last episodes. For, okay, this is definitely going to be the last episode of MMR Talks for a while. So if I don't hear from you, we got primaries coming up. So go to your Secretary of State website, go find out when your local. Congressional primary is. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up, and we'll be covering that in November. And also, um, go check out uh, the Golden Girls on Hulu. No, the show is funny, and now they're all finally together again. So it's depressing. Go, go check it out. <laughs> the Golden Girls on Hulu. And guys, thank you so much, Jackson. This does not count as a strike against you. You are the season finale, the champ, but James <laughs> is still here. And uh, Shlomo and James, thank you so much for coming, talking about the big you. game. You can check out the Super Bowl, not tonight, on uh, next Sunday. Well, it's this Sunday. Yep. This Sunday on NBC, and we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out, NBC. I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. Guys, again, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Tony. It's always a pleasure. Twenty nine nineteen. Rams. 2019 Rams. Okay. Actually, I changed my pick. Yeah, 2019 Rams. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you guys in some time from now. And we'll catch you guys next time. Dana's got the hookup.